today we have the pleasure of speaking with Mateo. He is the founder of Volpe Outdoor Gear. And check this out. His flagship backpack is coming in at 14.8 ounces. That's crazy, right? So this just might be your favorite new backpack. Um, Mateo's passion for hiking and outdoors pretty much led him on this life-changing journey along the PCT. But when he came back to Mexico, he was disappointed because he basically found a lack of high-quality outdoor gear options available, which inspired him to create his own backpacks and create the outdoor brand called Volpe Gear. So what's going on, Mateo? Welcome to the podcast, man. Hello, hello. Oh, man. You did your research. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I did the research. Yes, yeah. I did. Yes. So, and Mateo and I, we, we met a few weeks ago on a little consulting call and hit it off super well. And to be honest, I was really inspired by his commitment to creating these higher paying jobs for folks in Mexico where he's living right now. And obviously the fact that he got his backpack somehow down to 14.8 ounces. So, one of the things, Mateo, I would love to kind of kick this thing off with is I would love to like hear about the process, like your process that you went through to create like this backpack, right? Like what were, they had to be like, you're probably hiking at one point, right? And you're probably thinking, man, this is missing this, this is missing that. Like how did it, how did that whole process go? Well, actually, um, it, I, I think it was it was not like very technical kind of an approach. It was more like I just wanted to make a backpack that worked, you know. So um, yeah, so that was like my first like kind of um, goal, you know. And um, so we because I'm not a sewer, so I don't know how to like create like yeah. to sew, you know. So I was looking for a sewer here in Mexico in Guadalajara. And I found this guy, Don Pepe, which was like a six-year-old guy, like super talented. And he helped me build the first backpack, which sucked. I was like, no. <laughs> he built that and I was like, no, man, I can't do that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, then, well, we made like five more like prototypes until I was like, okay, this works. Like this actually works, you know? So... Yeah, well, um, it was not my ideal backpack. Of course, I've been like um, evolving, like evolving what what my ideal backpack is. And the one that um, is fourteen point eight ounces, I know the grams. I don't know the ounces. That's the UL forty, the one with the heel belt. So that was the first one. And right now, there's the fast pack, which is like for me is like my perfect pack. Mm. I love that. Um, so yeah, maybe that, that like process of building the ideal backpack, it's on the fast pack, you know, like in the new mm. backpack, that's like my dream pack is, is like so amazing. The only bad thing is like, you need like a, like a nine, nine pound base weight. <laughs> Got it. Got yeah. it. So, so you kind of, yeah. So you kind of have in the brand, you basically have two kind of a main backpacks, right? One is a 40 liter, which is the 14.8 ounces. And that's, and that sounds like it's mostly used by a lot of through hikers. Am I yeah. wrong or correct with that one? Yeah. 
which, and I'll come back to the fast pack in a second, but staying on the 40 liter one, it sounds like people have been using it on the PCT for a few years. It sounds like there's some people on it right now. Have you gotten any feedback from them on, on the pack? Are they loving it or, or what are they saying about it? Yeah. Well, on the Yule 40, that's, there's a bunch of people that, um, that love the pack, but I think it's, it's like a common design, you know, like if you see uh, like other frameless backpacks, brands like Way My Gear, um, um, what's the other one? Um, wilderness Design, Superior Wilderness Design, all these like frameless backpacks are kind of the same, in my opinion. Um, even the UL40, it's like similar to them. The only thing is that the UL40, like our pack, I haven't seen like a lighter backpack for that capacity in the market. Right. Like it's like crazy lightweight. And that was like, I, I was just building a backpack and oh man, <laughs> this weights like nothing. <laughs> All of a sudden you put it on a scale and you're like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I guess it's the Mexican stuff, man. I don't know. Right. But, right. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So, so it's kind of, so the design is similar to to some of the other ones out there, but the what really sets it apart is what sounds like you're saying is is the weight of it. Yeah, of course the weight is um you know there's like um this relationship with the design of course. Mm -hmm. um, for example, our backpacks are um so they just have like these four long pieces of fabric that just create like this huge like stuff sack you know, and on the back. There's no like two, there's no layers. No, so it's only like one piece of fabric. And in other brands, they make two layers to make it like more protect so it doesn't scrub against your back. But the thing is that with this ultra fabric, um, you don't need that. So I, you know, I, I've been using my packs with ultra fabric for. I don't know how many miles <laughs> a lot. And really? yeah, it's like super tough material. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know like, wow, yeah, it's awesome. Amazing. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good design feature right there to know about. Awesome. Now then going back to the fast pack and who would you say, so you kind of, again, we have the 40 liter. That's kind of more for like maybe some good ultralight through hikers doing the PCT, something like that. Now the fast pack who would you recommend that for? So that's 30 liters and you're like, well, you got to have a base weight of like nine pounds, right? Yeah. Who, like who's mostly buying that and what are they doing with it? Well, I think through hiking, I mean, that's a, oh yeah, that's like a through hiking for me, like the ideal ultralight through hiking backpack. Like it's, yeah. So um, you know, these brands, so I compared the Yule 40 to other brands, which I don't know if it's okay for me to say, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, for my brand, but it's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. They are like good folks. We're yeah. all friends. Um, but uh, for example, Palante backpacks, I think the fast pack is like a competitor for, for those packs, you know, like it's like similar on weight, similar on capacity. Um, but for me, it's more comfortable. <laughs> so I, I've used Palante backpacks, great backpacks. For, yeah. But um, yeah, I think the, the strap systems on the fast pack, I'm looking at one 
right now. That's why I'm looking that way. Right, right, <laughs> um, right, right. They're, yeah, for me, it's super comfortable. And yeah, I think through hikers, man, like, a lot, like right now, there's that I know, like 15 uh, through hikers with fast packs that I know. Like people, I actually like, hey, man, I'm going to hike the PCT or the CBT. They like even like um, send me like an e a message um, before hiking. And I, I told you, like I gave them like a discount, like, hey, if you want support, it's OK, you know, like and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of people hiking wow. with the tags out there. Dude, it. OK, first of all, it blows my mind that somebody can have a base weight like that. <laughs> it really blows my freaking mind, dude. I don't know. Like I right now what I rock is a ULA circuit, right? It's yeah. huge. I mean, it's like 60 liter capacity or something like that. Now, do I use all 60 liters? No, I don't. Unless I'm rocking a bear can through the Sierras with eight and a half days of food, which yeah. I did at the JMT. So it's good for that. But I, I don't know. I'm like, how the heck are people doing? I think one thing is I always do long food carries. So I'm always having this giant bag with so much weight because I always hate resupplying. <laughs> which doesn't make any sense because it just makes the hiking harder right so do you have any i guess and you've through hiked a lot so do you have any like tips for people to like easy tips for people yeah. to go that like they they kind of have a big bag right now right or it's a big bag at least compared to someone rocking a 30 liter fast pack what are some like maybe a couple things that you would give like advice on for people that maybe kind of slim down their bag. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I don't through hike that much. <laughs> you did but, the PCT and the CT. What are you talking about, bro? Well, just a section of the PCT. Like, a lash. A lash. You lashed <laughs> it. Hey, I'm a lasher of the PCT as well. Oh, really? Love it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. But I, I do hike here too. But, um, well, man, I don't know because I have a full um inflatable pad i have my stove you know i have i did not have a pillow like that's for sure <laughs> okay first of all i have a pillow all right and i love it <laughs> so god damn no man yeah. you have you, you have to leave it i have that's my come on man let it go man let it go just just <laughs> You know what I, I do? I just, um, <laughs> I have my tent and a, like a stop sack and I, well, my tent is like always like filthy, of course. So I just turn it inside out and I stuff it with dirty stuff and I use that as a pillow, for example. That's a good tip. Um, <laughs> so you don't oh, have your to tent. Use... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your tent stuff sack. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Okay. I use that as my little hug a pillow. Oh man! So look, you, bro. You... Look, bro. I like to sleep in luxury because if I don't get good sleep, I become a troll on the trail. No, me but anyway, too. Anyway, I don't want to hijack this for you, so okay, <laughs> keep going on. No, it's okay. No, 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 man. I feel you, man. So, for example, I, I don't, ha I don't have a a Dyneema composite tent. I have a, a Tarp Tent Pro Trail, which is made of um, seal nylon, which is not a, like a it's not DCF, you know, like it's not like super ultra light. I mean, it's, it's really lightweight. And I was like, hmm, maybe if I can get like the DCF version, I can have a Nemo sleeping pad so my arms can rest, <laughs> you know, like, 
Nice. Uh, for me, it's like super important to sleep well on the trail. But yeah. people, like some people use like regular, I don't know where's mine, like foam pads, like these, you know, like, uh, yeah, me too. I'm like, man, come on, take yeah. care of yourself. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. I I don't have clothes. Like I just have like a marina. He wears no clothes on the trail. <laughs> completely naked <laughs> some shorts and that's it yeah. no i only have like a you know like one shirt for sleeping right. like merino wool yeah. short sleeve and um some um leggings i don't know how to say it in english like mm. leggings yeah yeah that's and that's like my extra clothes mm. so i think that that helps too and um my sleeping pad, my, my quilt is like uh, alignment equipment and that's like super lightweight. So I think you're like the big three are some of the first things you need to like invest and so they can be like lightweight and you can pack them really small and there you go. Then you can just don't take like extra shit like a pillow and, <laughs> and gotcha. uh, <laughs> and um i don't know what else people people take a, like a chair there was this guy on this on the ct hiking with a chair you know yeah. like, with a chair and and no and a, and a pair of sneakers so he had like his boots and a pair of sneakers and i was like man he was like he was jack you know like he was so big and i was like man if i will be you i will carry that too i mean he was like <laughs> With his chair and the camping spot, you know, yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> I I know that is hilarious, man. It's, it's definitely not my style of hiking. I'll tell you that. Unless you know, it's like a, a overnight thing. I'm like, okay, then I'll bring the luxury items. But it's like through hiking, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty going bare bones. The CT, I actually cold soaked. I don't think I'll do that again, though. I saw your uh, your video of you swearing all the time on the CT. <laughs> <laughs> me swearing no <laughs> no way yeah yeah no i know it was hilarious right yeah that little mashup i'll have to put that in the show notes it's a good one. Oh yeah, man CT. really good video i love yeah. that oh man like these guys are just like showing the other side man yeah <laughs> the other side i know because it's like man it's like you watch every every single video like that you know it's all like oh super so romantic i love it and i'm like dude you guys are such bsers man like <laughs> like it's such a roller coaster on a through hike it's oh, just yeah. like there's so much stuff but you know that's what makes it memorable i guess but yeah anyway. yeah. yeah so you did the you actually did the ct win last year okay right now last year yeah R amazing trail I, I i think i that's like the last trail you have to do in your life because yeah. you do that and then everything is going to be like, <laughs> mm, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like not as beautiful as that. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. Agreed. You're just in the high country for so long and oh, just the first hundred miles. I, I wasn't that impressed the first hundred miles, <laughs> but after Breck, I'm like, dang, man, I was so impressed that the first 100, I, I'm like, is that a pine tree? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> pine trees. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We don't have those in the no, actually, we're the country with more pine tree diversity in the world. Oh, really? Yeah. Mexico? Yeah, huh. crazy, right? We did not know that. 
That yeah. that would be a fact that I would get wrong on any kind of game show. <laughs> That's for sure, dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, oh my gosh. But anyway, okay, so so here's here's one thing. Okay, so how do you so you're you're in this backpacking brand, right? Like yeah. that's what you're doing. How do you and so you're you're obviously the owner of this brand. How do you balance the demands of running your business but with your passion of hiking and outdoor adventure? So like does it does it ever kind of like steal time away from it do you feel like? Do you feel like once you started working like you did it less or has it amplified it? What how has that experience been for you? Well, of course, um, you know, like every goal of a company is to make money. Mm. So we are making money and I'm making money and that's like easier for me to travel, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's like a, that's like a gate that has that it's open that maybe is what it it was not open like a few years ago. So I think, and hopefully I can do more like through hikes and more traveling, but also um, because we're in a transition of growing and to being like a more systematic kind of company right now there's like me ava that is like the communication um you know manager and the sewers and that's it you know like so if i leave i need to set like everything super organized you know my family obviously helped me but yeah i mean for example i wanted to do so I, i i have an italian passport because my dad is italian so I wanted to go to Europe to like study one semester, you know, because I'm in college right now. That that is not helping too. Um, so, Jeez. and I can't go, you know, like I can't go, and I I I would love to make a master's, a master in 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 Europe, and I don't think I I will be able to do it. So of course it's awesome to be your own, your own boat your own boss, and it's awesome to. Do because I don't feel like I'm working, you know. Like for me, I, like, I get that. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I'm living my dream, you know. But this like this other side of the coin that I mean, some stuff for other stuff, you know. We need to learn how to. I guess I'm not like a motivational speaker, but I guess <laughs> we have to sacrifice some stuff. I guess I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, dude, I totally agree. There's pros and cons with everything. Right. But I would say overall, like being your own boss and like having your own brand and like working in the outdoor industry, way better than working for someone else. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, because when I was working for somebody else, I always had like my monthly budget and I was gaining my money, like, and I knew I was going to get that. And right now I'm getting like super good, like incomes in one month. And then three months is shit, <laughs> you know? It's Bro, like... it, yeah, it's just like it's just like through hiking. Some days are good, some days are bad, man. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. totally, dude, I totally get it. Yeah, some days you're just like, oh my god, what am I gonna do to make? Well, and then you have payroll, right? I'm guessing. So you're paying people, obviously, which is something we could get into too here. And yeah, I mean, how we work with the sewers is um, so they're not like only working for me, you know, like there's like this group. And um, so they do like other stuff, mm-hmm. but um, so I pay them for pack, like for each pack, you know, mm-hmm. because 
that's like the best way to do it here. And we pay like a super high salary for each pack. So each pack, um, it was, I don't know if I can say this, but I don't care. It's okay. Um, it, they, they told me like, okay, for each pack is, um, how much they told me, how much is 100 and, and 150 pesos is, um, oh man, like $7.5. Okay. For each pack, like for building. Wow. Yeah. yeah, they told me like, okay, for this pack, it's like seven points. So this is Mexico, you know? And I was like, no, man. And we're paying them like 20 to $25 for each pack. And they can build one in two hours. So um, if we have more sales, they're going to win more money. And if you have like, so if you pay them like a, a salary, like a monthly sal salary, um I will have to pay them less, you know, if we grow mm -hmm. in the future, they're going to earn less money because mm -hmm. if I'm making like 300 backpacks, they're going to have, they're going to be like, pay like, I don't know, a certain amount each month. If they're making like a hundred on three or 300 backpacks, mm -hmm. I don't know if this is confusing. That so. confused me, but <laughs> what, what, but what I did catch is the fact that currently though, you're basically paying them over double what they would have got paid. Yeah. And, and that's just kind of speaks to something that your brand is kind of about, which is like kind of bringing higher wages to folks in Mexico. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Well, well, because it's so easy to, so the, there's, here's the deal and maybe my fellow Mexicans are not going to be very proud that I tell this, but here in Mexico, um, because salaries are so bad, like if you give an 18-year-old kid, um, so there's like this organized crime. They have like these, these folks that just are in a bike in the city, just checking out stuff, you know, in, in a motorbike. They'll, they are called... Um, called um, Mm, how do you say like um hawks hawks that's like the name alcones and they're, they're they're like in their motorcycles checking like everything that's going on with a phone and they're like hey so this happened this ha and and those people work for the organized crime you know and they gave them they give them like i don't know like um 500 dollars a week no sorry a month $500 a month. And for them, that's like super high. And they have like a gun, they have a, the payment, and they have a motorbike. So they will prefer like way more like do that than have another work that are going to pay them like $500 a month, you know? So that's the problem. So if companies pay their workers $1,000 a month instead of a $500, People are going to choose to do the right things, you know, but because people don't like to to expend to like spend money on the people, so that's what happened. And people are going to say like, "Oh no, Mexico is so insecure. There's a lot of crime." And I'm like, "Man, well, you have to start paying your workers high salaries, man. That's the only thing you have you, you have to do. You know, that's the only like actual thing that can do something." you can do something about it. You know, if you're an entrepreneur and you have that power, you know, but people prefer to save some bucks. It's crazy, right? 
Well, I th I think what you're doing is super admirable, and I hope people caught that. I mean, basically, you're sacrificing your your profits and your cash flow for you know trying to make it a more a, a better environment where you're living. I mean, yeah. for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and and yeah, for sure, I could like have better profits for sure, <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, I'm a happy man, and I'm proud too of what I'm doing, and I think is the right way to do and um yeah man thank you thank you yeah thank you. it is it is admirable i think so um i don't want to be modest but i really hope that um people get to know what we're doing here in mexico and maybe start and i i guess it's kind of the th the same thing in the us maybe a little bit different but um you know like amazon and all these like huge companies like pay the minimum you know, like, and it's not right, you know, like people should have like a better, better life quality, you know? Yeah. 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 But it's okay. Well, dude, that is super inspiring to me. Yeah. And that's, and again, that's one of the reasons I, I connected with your brand. I think that's why a lot of people do too, if they're, if they're aware of that type of thing, which is why I, one reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast, which was because I mean, a lot of other out, uh, a lot of other backpacking brands aren't necessarily doing something like that, and yeah, it's just a totally different type of uh, different type of business, I guess, that they're running. You know? um, yeah, some stuff for other. I mean, not every, mm -hmm. maybe not everyone. For me, paying them twenty to twenty-five bucks a backpack, it's super high. For maybe maybe in the U.S. it's like super low, but here in Mexico it's okay. But yeah. for the U.S. maybe it's it's more difficult because I'm selling in U.S. dollars, you know, right. and I'm producing in Mexico, so I have that advantage that I can do that. Mm -hmm. Or but mm -hmm. maybe in the U.S. is more difficult, so I don't judge them. I mean, I have the yeah. opportunity and I I can do it, and and maybe in the U.S. is is different, you know, and it's okay. I mean, not 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 everybody can do it hopefully that's the reason <laughs> yeah right that's awesome well yeah. that's like i said super inspiring i love that about about the brand now where do you feel like the brand or where do you see the company in five years how do you see it evolving like how is it do you have any plans i know one of your plans we talked about before before we jumped on the call or one one thing you were trying to get into but yeah, where do you see it in like five years? Well, I started in September 2020. Mm. And um, I remember my first, my first batch of backpacks were like five backpacks. Now like, holy, like, damn, <laughs> there's like yeah. a lot of backpacks. <laughs> yeah. uh, and right now we're doing like batches of a hundred. So I've never thought that like three years ago like i never thought about that i like never right i never thought it was possible so i don't know what i do know is that the brand has potential to grow and um, people all around the world um feel or i i think that they feel like this attraction to the brand because i think that we do things properly like i care about the design i care about um how the 
brand looks. I care about how the backpacks looks. You know, um, for me, um, maybe it's because I'm half Italian, maybe. But for me, like the design and you know the small things kind of um, are super important. You know, for example, I, I never saw this, but um, you know, like the interior of the backpacks. So we have like this super fancy, like orange kind of a mm -hmm. seam, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, for me, like those details for me are like, I mean, I love that on a backpack. And I think because we care about that stuff, um, people like, like, like that kind of things, mm -hmm. I, I guess. So I do think like we can grow um, to where, I don't know, but hopefully a lot. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to do everything I can to make it happen. Yeah. I'm an wow. ambitious guy, that's for sure. Well, yeah, I mean you you own a brand. You said you're going to college, <laughs> right? What are you studying in college? I'm studying um uh GIS. I don't know what is that. GIS is geographical information oh. systems. So, yeah. So it's like um manipulation of uh, satellite information in specialized softwares nice and so yeah geography kind of a geography in a geographic approach got it so yeah that helps me to to give me the tools to hopefully one day make a nice trail here here in mexico Okay, so that was that was another question I had because that was something Oh, sorry. That... No, <laughs> um... no, no, that's perfect. That's a perfect segue because I was wondering about... So it sounds like, and we kind of talked about this a little bit in one of our first calls, but we talked about you had a goal of creating basically like a long trail or some kind of trail through Mexico, Yeah. right? And then you kind of ran into some obstacles with it, right? And so where are you at with that process? Are you thinking maybe when you graduate, you'll kind of revisit that? Um, I mean, for sure, I'm going to try. Um, I'm going to try, but as we already discussed, there's a bunch of obstacles. And mostly you have to create um, a plan so it can be like an official trail that the government, you know, has to um how to say like um so the government knows that this trail exists you know and that process in mexico is like so so bureaucratic you know like it's you need to do a lot of steps and you need to contact a lot of people and the thing is like after the revolution in 19 um in the beginning of the last century yeah century yeah okay yeah um so after the revolution, the government split like the whole country in these like private properties. So the country is like divided in these a lot of like small properties, which a lot of families are owners of this property. So you'll need to set like a meeting with all the owners and tell them like, hey, so there's going to be a trail that passes through your private right. property. And probably they're going to be okay, you know, like, but, but, to just make this meeting is like super hard so the process is almost impossible but maybe we can do a small trail in a small scale and like a maybe like a 
a hundred kilometer, a hundred mile trail. And um, I think that that is possible, like a small trail um, in which people, in which locals know that people from all around the world will come. So they need to take care of the tourists like Cancun and like Puerto Vallarta and like Tequila, which is like these like worldwide touristic spots. You know, and I think those trails need to begin in one of these places, you know, like Cancun, Playa del Carmen, Puerto Vallarta, Tequila, these like super touristic spots. Those are like like super good spots to make a trail. Mm -hmm. So that's like my my approach. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, 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 I think it is possible. Um, I'm an ambitious guy, as I told you. So maybe if we... Uh, find the right people and the right team, and we can we can make it. Yeah, Ooh, I love it, man. I, <laughs> see, this is I love hanging out with ambitious people because it makes me stoked just listening <laughs> listening to stuff. But yeah, that would be cool. I mean, I don't. I've never been to Mexico, and I I mean, I've heard of all those places. I don't know how far away apart they are, but it'd be cool to have a trail that like connects them all or something i don't know or connects a few or so of them or is it too yeah. much space in between oh for example cancun and tequila um so tequila is super close from guadalajara which is where the tequila is from mm -hmm. um so that's like cancun is like <laughs> like a thousand miles away <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but um yeah we could do like something local uh, in which you can connect this small, like, so there's this um, name that is Pueblos Magicos, Magic Towns, and there's like a hundred in the whole country, which is like this, it's like this town that needs to have like some specific kind of stuff that makes them like very touristic, like, you know, like some history or architecture or cultural. And we have a few here in Jalisco. So we can maybe do something connecting them and it will be amazing. It will be like a, I think if we make like a trail, it's going to be more similar to like in the Spanish, like in the European system in which you arrive like each day to some place. Right. You know, like I think that's the way to do it here. Right. Yeah. 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 There's a that's lot of. Cool. Look yeah. at that. We're brainstorming on the, on the, on the pod. You heard, yeah. it, you heard it here first. So when you create this trail, we're going to replay this video over <laughs> the, the promo video for the trail. That would be really cool. That would yeah. be sweet. Yeah. Would, awesome. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, if so, how can people catch up with you, find your backpacks? Where's the best place for them to connect with you at? Um, well, um, and you can set like a contact form on the website. That's like, we get a lot of those <laughs> and um, a lot. Uh, well, yeah, Instagram, I mean, anything. And um, also Garage Grand Gear is like one of the um, uh, spots where you can buy a pack in the US and they can ship it like in two days or so. They don't have stock right now, but they just like place an order. So they're going to have some soon. Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause you, that's right. Cause that's kind of like, that's like one of the bigger places that you're in, like actually have stock in your backpacks are, are there or whatever garage, garage grown gear. Yeah. Also this place in Korea, like bought like a bunch of packs, like 
in the, like nothing like just like they can okay we have we want like 40 backpacks and i okay there you go oh man <laughs> yeah. well that's and, awesome so i will leave websites your personal website garage growing gear website and instagram on the show notes oh yeah and so, so people listening feel free to check out the bags I dude, I love the design on them. I think they look really really sweet. I like the orange and orange and black is really it's a cool color. Yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> of course. It's like yeah, I do too. Yeah, I made them. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, well, awesome, dude. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Super inspiring to hear your story about this, and I can't wait to see it start to explode here as as the years go by. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Maybe this this podcast will help. So <laughs> the Peanut Butter Mountains podcast. That's and all the sales just go fish. <laughs> Thank you so much yeah. for, yeah. for having actually I was like, we should just like chat and it's gonna be like so interesting. So I didn't even knew that you wanted to talk about the brand because you know you have your like your followers and all that, mm. you know, and I was like it's okay. I, I don't think you will like it, but man, I'm so thankful oh, yeah. that you wanted to share that and I appreciate it. And yeah, that was very nice from you. I appreciate it. Well, dude, my pleasure. I, I think you have a really strong why for your brand. And I think that people need to know about that. And it's super inspiring. You're a great dude too. And it that's actually one thing too, that I've seen with some of the comments on the backpacks and stuff was people were always like, oh yeah, He's always responding to the messages quickly, like super nice guy, which is super important. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, that can be, especially in like this day and age, it's, it's important to make that connection with people, which it seems like you have. So yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you very much.